You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the Seaport District Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Harry in for Key and Jay today. By the way, not only are we on ESPN Radio, if you're listening to us there, or Sirius XM, do you know that you can get this show on the ESPN app? Yes. If you don't have the ESPN app, what are you doing? It takes one second to download the thing. And then your whole life is better. You just take us with you wherever you go. I'm on it all the time, Max. Literally, if I'm not at home oh, watching so the ESPN, I'm on the ESPN app. It's so good. And if you have smart speakers, you say, play ESPN radio, we pop right up. Um, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Harry, we were talking in the last hour about Devontae Adams saying that Aaron Rodgers has the Michael Jordan effect. Mm-hmm. I take exception to that because I think you invoke MJ's name. That means that when you play under pressure, you got to get better. You at least can't get worse. You at least got to be the same guy. And Rodgers, with his 5-to-1 touchdown-interception ratio for his career, goes down under pressure. Well, hold on, Max. Hold yeah. on real quick. No, you can't even be the same guy. My receiver coach in college, Paul Petrino, always taught me this. There's no gray area. Either you get better or you get worse. No, you don't stay the same. It's either one of it's one it's one or the other. You get but better what I mean is, or you it, get worse. But what I mean is Harry Douglas plays at a certain level. I know that Harry Douglas, now it's an important game, he's still gonna be Harry Douglas, right? He's not gonna turn into some lesser version of himself. That's staying the same. Now, if you can get even better under those circumstances, that's amazing. But it's a rare quality. Most even the greats that we think of that way, and I will say Tom Brady in the first half of his career didn't get any better under pressure. He was the same guy, but that's a great thing. Same yep. thing with Jeter. Derek Jeter, oh, such a clutch player. Yeah, because he's great, and now he's in the clutch, so he's always great, right? Same thing with Kobe. Kobe's Kobe. He's just going to do his thing. That's not what I mean. I'm talking about guys who set the incredible high standard. Now it's the biggest moment. Oh, man, they somehow exceed their own standard. Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, Mariano Rivera, dudes like that. I would say first half, like, like uh, Dwayne Wade for a while. You know, when he was a little younger, Dwayne Wade was yep. a great player, but when it, Flash. the finals came, he went, he turned into Michael Jordan all of a sudden, right? W- Wade County. They, caught, they named the can- county out of him, Wade County. So, what do you think about Devontae Adams saying that Rodgers has the Michael Jordan effect? Listen, what are, for, yep. for me personally, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. Now, is Aaron Rodgers a guy who... It's going to be different when he gets into the huddle and you can rally around him, yes. But when I think about the Michael Jordan effect, number one, I think about the six NBA championships and him not losing in all six that he played in. So when I think about that, I think about a guy named Tom Brady who played in ten and Tom Brady has won seven of those. And the three losses were extremely close. Yes, yes. But then you look at Tom Brady and how he elevates everyone's play around him. How us numerous of players, whether offensively, defensively, special teams, they want to play with Tom Brady. Yeah. They know that he is going to 
present them with a standard, and that standard won't be compromised for any uh, or anybody. Okay. Dale, well, let's start with Marlon in New York. Marlon wants to weigh in on this. Yes. Um, first of all, Max, I want to let you know, you is a Tom Brady hater. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is overrated. And, um, you need to let me know Aaron I'm the Tom Brady hater. Yeah. Tom Brady. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he won one Super Bowl in 20 years. The public don't care nothing about no statistics and, and stats, man. We care about range, man. All right, so why is, thing, why is Mahomes overrated then? One more thing. If you care, hold on. If you care about thing. rings, the dude has started for four years, got been to two Super Bowls and won one. Why is he overrated if you care about rings? Man, like I say, Patrick Mahomes is overrated. Just like another guy I'm going to tell you <laughs> that y'all need to slow down on is Josh Allen. Two years ago, Josh Allen was a bum. No, he, no, he wasn't. Four this years ago. Got him making, making good. No, he wasn't a bum I'm two years ago. That's just wrong. He wasn't a bum two years ago. That's wrong. He was a bum four years ago. When he's a rookie, he was a bum, right? Then he got better his second year. He was solid his second year. By his third year, he was good. He was good already. What is that guy talking about? Uh, well, first of all. And Josh Allen uh, hasn't won anything. Yeah, no. Well, and by the way, I, I don't have Josh Bowl. Allen as a top three quarterback. That's fine. Great. That's great. Pa- you can't Mahomes. put him and, him and Mahomes in the same category. I, Mahomes I'm, has I'm been to a Super here. Bowl and won another one. I'm going to start here, one one. Yeah, Steel. That's Steel, the let most me ridiculous here. call that we've ever taken on this Steel, show. Steel, let me start right here, Steel. me? Let me start right here. Overrated. When that I call look at a guy, was ridiculous. Like Patrick hey, James, Mahomes. you gotta let you gotta let uh, Harry talk. Sorry. <laughs> when you look at a guy like Patrick Mahomes, right? We gotta remember if it wasn't for I think it was D Ford, D I think it was D Ford in Patrick Mahomes' first year starting. If it wasn't for him jumping off size. Patrick Mahomes would have went to another Super Bowl. It'd been three and, Super Bowls, and, and, and probably would have won. And there's no telling if he would have won or if not. But there's a chance if he gets there, he has a fifty percent chance to win it, fifty percent chance not to win it. Yeah. The well, I don't man, know. Listen, listen. The team that he had just beaten, who got the ball back somehow, right? Game was over. Tom Brady threw an interception. Mahomes going to the oh pre-snap penalty. That team. Yeah went on and beat the Rams. And the Rams-Chiefs was the Super Bowl everyone wanted to see. And based on the Super Bowl where the Rams couldn't score, I, I, I want to say the Chiefs beat them. But who knows? Ronda in Indianapolis. Okay, I got two things. If if and buts were drinks and shots, we'd all be drunk. <laughs> Second of all, how can you have a problem with what Devontae Adams feels like Rodgers was to him? Like, I get the argument and all of that. No, I don't think he's a Michael Jordan of, of football either. So we but agree. If that's, what, if that's the comparison that Devontae has, I don't understand why we argue an NFL athlete's opinion about what another player did for him. Are you, are you joking? This is how I make a living. What is it? Is she for real, uh, 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 Harry? Why are, we, why are we doing this? Well, what we well, do? This is what sports well, t- fans do. This is what we do. Exactly. Rhonda, wait, Rhonda, don't go anywhere. Where's Rhonda? Sports. That's what we do in the media. That's our job. Yeah. Rhonda, what, I, this, this is how I eat. I don't. I just. I don't like. I just think if that's how he feels about. It, I think if he was bad mouthy Rogers, everybody would have jumped on board with it. And I ain't a Rogers fan. I'm just saying if he was saying, oh, he was arrogant. That's why I If he had anything negative to say, y'all have been all on it. He said something halfway decent about the dude, which we haven't heard decent things about him personally in forever. Are you a big Aaron Rodgers like, fan? You said sa- Rhonda. So it sounds to me, Harry and Rhonda, like you're what you don't like is the kind of everything's like a. Negative negative spin. We're looking for a problem in it. My problem with what he said is he invoked 
the, she, he invoked the name Michael Jordan, the Michael be Jordan careful. effect. Gotta be careful with that. If you're going to say Jordan in terms of the effect you have on your team, what everyone's going to think, because to the eyeballs, you get it. Rodgers looks different than everyone ever until Mahomes came around, right? He's just a different level of excellence. So I get the eyeball thing. But when you say Jordan, everyone's mind immediately goes to winning in the playoffs, winning championships. Yes. And it's just tough to make that, to, to, to invoke Jordan's name with Rodgers at a time where Rodgers has, in the last four years, played at an unprecedented regular season level and has hardly advanced in the playoffs. That's my thing, Harry. That, that's, that's all we're saying, Rhonda. Now, Rhonda, don't be upset with us. I come to uh, Naptown a lot. I used to go to Black Expo when I was in college. So when I come there, Rhonda, I would love for you to fix me a nice home-cooked meal. So, Rhonda, <laughs> make sure you continue to listen to KJM. We love you, Rhonda. Trust me. Rhonda. Sean in Arizona has something to say, uh, Harry. Rodgers is 100% the GOAT. He is Michael Jordan. And it's not because of the winning. It's because of when you think of Michael Jordan, you think of a legend, the greatest to ever do it. And that is 100% Rodgers. Okay, you you assert that. Why? Why? (laughs) What's the evidence? Okay, you can talk about the winning championships and everything. But how many times did Aaron Rodgers' team put up 40 in the playoffs and his defense gave up 41? Not when that Tom many. Brady faced, <laughs> Not that many? What okay. are you talking about? Okay, you're thinking exactly. But his defense let him down so many times in the playoffs where Tom Brady's helped him out many times. What about in the when, NFC Championship game what? this past year? What? Yeah, he, when, when, his, when Jimmy Garoppolo Jimmy Garoppolo outplayed Aaron Rodgers down the stretch. I mean, not Garoppolo wasn't on fire, but he played a little better than Rodgers down the stretch. I mean, you know... It, to call Ro- I was making this argument, Harry, like Molly used to argue with me on first take about this. I was making this argument, come on, guys, Rodgers clearly better than Brady. If he had Belichick all these years, he'd have eight championships. You know, Brady, but the, and I get Brady set himself up lovely in Tampa. I get it. But the first time they played each other, Brady got by him and won the Super Bowl. First year in the conference. It's not coincidence. You know, Rodgers... And you can't even say it's not enough coaching and this and that or team. They win 13 games every year. And then you look at the numbers numbers that he puts up in the playoffs. They're not the same as the regular season. And then you look at the results. They're not the same as the regular season. This is not to say Rodgers isn't great. Of course, he's among the greats. But when you say MJ or Brady, it's a little different. And by the way, Brady ain't MJ either. Because to say MJ, you've got to put your eyeballs on the guy and say, like when you look at Rodgers, ooh, that dude looks different. Then you got to look at the numbers and say, oh, yeah, they're the best all time. Then you got to see him in the playoffs and say, the dude never loses. And, and, and that's really nobody in the history of football. People were wondering, including me, can Mahomes one day be that guy? Dallas Cowboys' Tyron Smith suffered a torn hamstring in practice. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. A special shout out to one of the great athletes to ever come out of Los Angeles, LA's own native son, Mr. Keyshawn Johnson. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around 
different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. If you don't have the ESPN app, download it. You could take us wherever you go. You can listen to the show on the ESPN app. Harry Douglas in for Key and Jay. Today we are presented by Progressive Insurance. And look at this. Who graces us with her presence this morning? None other than Diana Russini, ESPN NFL reporter. What's going on, Diana? Good morning, guys. Loving the music. I love anyone that wants to sing to me before, you know, (laughs) 8 o'clock in the morning. So that's a good way to get up. It beats any alarm. So That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so Sammy Watkins, Diana, said Aaron Rodgers. Now, of course, look, Watkins is with Aaron Rodgers now. You know, he's not going to say bad things about him. But he said he's on another level than Patrick Mahomes. Harry Douglas says he can understand why someone would take Rodgers over Mahomes. I don't because Rodgers underperforms in the playoffs compared to, you know, compared to his Mahomes and compared to his other numbers, the other regular season performances. But Harry objects to the wording another level. What do you think about this? I always read into these quotes, or I, I try not to read into them, when you realize that they're coming from a teammate, right? So this isn't a player from another team, an opponent, or someone uh, that is now retired. So let's just get that out of the way, right? So he's supporting Aaron Rodgers. Awesome. But then let's look at who's saying it, right? So Sammy Watkins in Kansas City was was barely the third, fourth receiver there. Um, so his opportunity with Patrick Mahomes and what he was able to do in that Kansas City offense just wasn't as electric as it possibly can be with what he's doing in Green Bay, knowing that he he's going to have a bigger role with Aaron Rodgers. He has to, right? Because we, we know what that receiver room looks like. They're really young. So I'm going to put this on Sammy feeling better about 
his career right now and where he's that's at a great point. with that's Aaron Rodgers uh, compared to where he was in Kansas City. Harry, I think that's a great point, right? Like yes, he, it is. he really didn't get yes, a lot of looks in Kansas City. Of course, you're going to feel a certain type of way about kind of being in the room where it happens right now with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and I think it's kind of safe to say Sammy Watkins, when you look at his entire career, hasn't lived up to that first-round draft status entirely. Um, so you can factor a lot of these things into that. But, Diane, I wanted to ask you about these wide receivers since we're talking about Sammy Watkins. Do you think these young guys can kind of be the, the weakest link and kind of hold this offense back for the Green Bay Packers and what they really want to do? I do. Um, look, anytime we're going to talk about Green Bay, I'm always going to start off talking about their defense. They, they may have the best defense in football, okay? So let's just start there. That's, that's like a big check plus for them. Um, but then when you talk about the offense, they have the thing that everybody wants, and that's Aaron Rodgers. That's the quarterback. Um, all, all of that gets worked out. You know, any time I've ever had conversations with players or coaches about issues on the team, you know, I feel like fans react to lack of receiver talent or perhaps a, a, a star-studded roster more than the players do. Um, when you have a guy like 12, it, it doesn't matter. He will raise that level. James White has been on Get Up this week, and you know the, the, the former or now retired Patriot great um, was just having a conversation with me about Tom Brady and what he brings to the table and the demands and, and just something as basic as the tempo of practice uh, you sort of live in fear of him when you're on the field because you don't want to disappoint him. I would apply that same type of culture uh, to, to the way Aaron Rodgers runs Green Bay. And I, I think these rookies, they're, they're in it together, and, and they probably I, – I would love to be on their group text, by the way. Could you imagine what these receivers' <laughs> texts are like with Aaron not I in know, on it? I know, that's right. Like, dude, this guy is out of his mind, you know? Um, but, but I think they're, they're, they're going to step up here. And any, anything I've heard out of Green Bay over the last few weeks is there's a learning curve. It's not perfect. It's not beautiful yet. Uh, but but this could be one of those situations, Harry, where we, where maybe it doesn't start off looking um, aesthetically perfect, but uh, by by mid October we're like, okay, somebody's starting to emerge never, here. Never show it's- a fool half a job. Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter, with us. So we've been talking also about Tyron Smith's injury, uh, Diana. How big of an issue? Is the Cowboys' offensive line not that long ago an enormous strength? They drafted first-round pick year after year offensive line. It's been a while since then. How big an issue is this going to be, do you think? You know, it's so interesting that you see the headline, right, and you think starting left tackle. We obviously know how good of a player he's been, but we also know he's hasn't played a full season since 2015. And I had a conversation uh, with someone in the league early this morning. Uh, once I saw that the news was more serious than, than, than what I thought it was when, when I went to bed last night that, you know, he's going to be out indefinitely. And the headline reads a lot uh, more aggressive. I think that the, the way it's going to be looked at and the way they're going to deal with it. So we know that they drafted his replacement. They've had health issues on the offensive line this isn't like a stunning, shocking thing to happen to the Dallas Cowboys. To me, even though their offensive line, they just lost their starting uh, left tackle here, 
to me, their biggest issue is going to be penalties still, right? Because now you're going to have to ask these guys or at least have the replacement who is a rookie step in here, or at least these younger players step in on this line. And, and if discipline and, and penalties were already an issue, um, that's usually a challenge for young players as well. So to me, that's still, if you were to ask me what concerns me most about Dallas right now, it's not, I, I would say the offensive line is, you know, 1B. 1A is still going to be those penalties now. So I, I think they figure it out there just because they've had to do it before. Diana, I tell you, those penalties I'm still worried about. You talk about 17 in the first preseason game, 8 in the second, a total of 25. So right now they're averaging 12.5 penalties a game. And the part I think that upset me the most was Mike McCarthy coming out and saying, you know, it's, it's not a big concern, uh, not really our starters out there. Well, when I look at last year, those were the starters out there. And I know those penalties in the division around that you played against San Francisco 49ers, they came up as a factor in that game. But I got to ask you about the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. When you look at these two teams in the NFC uh, East, how close are they when you try to compare them? Well, you know, we're talking about this beat-up offensive line in Dallas, and then when you start to look at who they have to face in the division, like the Philadelphia Eagles with that D-line, like the Washington Commanders, that's four gains on the schedule where this O-line is going to have to hold up and be, be a bunch of studs because we know how great these D-lines are in, in, in both those cities. So I, I, I give the edge to the Philadelphia Eagles right now based on health, based on this roster, based on what I've been hearing at a camp uh, with Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, just the growth. They're, they're, they're still not near where the offense wants to be from, from what I was told, uh, but it has been improving and getting better. And everything I've heard about Jalen has been and, – and here's what's hard, guys, because I, I come on the show all the time and I tell you, oh, gosh, the, you know this team loves Jalen, these guys – they, they, they tell me they'll go to war with him. Uh, you know, Jason Kelsey was telling me all about why he thinks he's going to take this next big step this year. And I believe them. I don't think anyone's out here just lying, you know, singing the praises of their quarterback to just be nice. I think they're seeing things that we don't see uh, when we're out on the field for, for, you know, maybe 30, 40 minutes of what we're allowed to actually view. Um, but they also know he has to. He has to with this roster that GM Howie Roseman put together in this offseason, um, which is, is, is phenomenal. He has the pieces, and now he just has to perform. And if they can just ride this momentum, I think this is what makes them better than Dallas. Too much is on the shoulders of Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott has to be fantastic today. Unless this defense can come up with the turnovers that they did last year, which, guys, let's, let's, let's be real here. That kept them in the games last year. That, that's why they won 15 games. Um, that usually regresses to the mean, too. able to have such a good – yeah. And that, but to, to do that back-to-back, Max, it's so hard. I've had a lot of conversations actually with defensive coordinators over this offseason about Dallas's talent there. Like, you know, and most coaches will tell you, like, that doesn't just – you don't do that back-to-back. Mm-hmm. You can't live by that. It's great, and every coach wants their players to come up with turnovers – but if, if you're banking on that being the reason why you're able to get an advantage or win the battle, 
then, then, then you're in trouble. This is mm-hmm. on the shoulders of Dak Prescott. Diana, before we get out of here, you know, Chase Young was supposed to be, before there was a Micah Parsons, there was supposed to be a Chase Young, the next Bosa brother kind of, right? Like, and, and now he's on the pup list yeah. for a commander's team that is hoping to sneak up on some people. What does this mean for them? How concerned are they? They're not that concerned, actually. Um, I think that there's another example where the headline reads a little bit more dramatic than, than what the reality is in Washington. Um, from what I was told, talking to some people there just uh, about two days ago when the story broke that he was placed on the pup list and would miss the first four games of the season, they feel very optimistic that he's going to return for week five against the Tennessee Titans. Um, they had planned that for him to miss time. Um, so this wasn't a shocking breaking news story where like, oh my goodness, you know, the 2020 rookie defensive player of the year isn't going to be part of this team. This was just more, we found out. Uh, and look, he, he was injured in November, Max. And, and we talk about this all the time. This is why coaches hate when we ask about timelines because every player, every rehab, every surgery is so unique and so different. So while we know that there's examples of some players that were injured in November, you know, w- w- with an ACL and they're able to return so quickly, this is a situation he just needs more time. But he is out there at practice. He's obviously not practicing, but he's out there. He's vocal. He is a team leader. Uh, and, and he's a gigantic part of this defense that can be the best in their division even uh, once they're healthy. And, and that's going to be crucial um, if if they're right in what they're telling me, that they're optimistic he can return in October. Diana, Diana really quick, before, before ahead, we let ahead. you go. You want to squeeze one in quick, though, No, 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 Harry. no. I, I, gotta, I, I just want to tell us something. Max, just relax. I'm going to tell us something. <laughs> I, like, I like the orange. Oh. I like the orange, Diana. I like the orange this morning. Yeah, it looks good. I was yeah. noticing it, too. Yeah, I like it. You know, I, I was debating what to go with today, and I was like, I, I need to bring a little flash. I've been very yeah. boring and very basic this summer, and I've noticed it. <laughs> and I was like, I, I need to start. I need to get this going. The season's coming. you got to start bringing your A game. So I'm glad that you appreciate this. Um, I've got better stuff coming this month, so watch out. We all got the same blue on underneath. All right. That is Diana Rossini, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN NFL reporter extraordinaire. Thanks, Diana, as always. Trey Lance is now the man in San Fran. Can the Niners be a real threat to the Rams in the West? We're not most shows because we changed the name of the exact same segment everyone does. All right, ready for this, Harry? Talk to me. We're going to bring in our very own producer. Shannon is coming in to run this real or not uh-huh. real so I can play but, the, but not just play. Shannon the great Shannon the great Shannon mm, the comes great coming Shannon. in That's I because I, I want to play too I don't want to get left out of it go, go, go ahead Shannon checks in the mail Harry appreciate that all right once again <laughs> real or not real we're looking at NFC division winners I'm going to give you a team in a division you got to tell me if they're a real threat to win the division or not we are going to start in the NFC East the Dallas Cowboys they're currently listed at plus the Dallas Cowboys listed at plus 130 to win the NFC East. Philadelphia listed at plus 155. So, Max, I will start with you. Dallas Cowboys, real or not real to win the NFC East? Not real. I think the Eagles going to win the East. Although, I got to say, Harry, I'm a little nervous because every year people pick the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. There's some people, at least at this network, who do, and they never do. Right now, no one is picking the Cowboys, and it's those kind of years where you can fly under the radar if you got a good quarterback, and that makes me nervous, but I like the Eagles to win the division. Well, I'm going to be honest. You heard the song, Who's Real and Who's Not? 
So I don't think this is real at all. When you look at the NFC East, you look at, I think, the last, what, two decades, the last decade or so, you haven't had a back-to-back winner in that division. I 18 think the years, Eagles, Harry. 18 yeah, years. Almost two decades. So the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles have the best roster. I think they're better offensively. Uh, especially offensive line-wise, better tight end, better wide receiver group, number one rushing attack in football last year. Uh, I think Jalen Hurst is going to emerge. Also, not only are they going to win the NFC East, other teams better watch out for them in the playoffs as well, making a deep run, that is. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move out to the West. Let's look at the NFC West. Harry, I will start with you on this one. San Francisco 49ers. Right now, the NFC West favorite are the Los mm-hmm. Angeles Rams at plus 120, while the San Francisco 49ers – Caesars has them listed at plus 220. Harry, San Francisco 49ers, real or not real? This is real. I went on numerous of shows last year, and I stated that the San Francisco 49ers, even before they started going on a little win streak, were the best team in the uh, NFC West. When you look at Kyle Shanahan and what he's been able to do against Sean McVay, I think his record is like 6-1. and one. I think that loss came last year in the NFC Championship game. And the San Francisco 49ers had an opportunity to win that game. When you look at this roster from top to bottom, the only question mark is, can Trey Lance be that guy and be a difference maker to get the San Francisco 49ers over the hump? But everything else is in play for Trey Lance. You know, it's hard to say not real for the Niners, but if you're asking me, are they real to win the division? Like, in other words, will they win it? I got to say no, because the Rams are returning a lot of the team that just won the Super Bowl, and Stafford really proved the point. You know, Aaron Donald, too, obviously, was the difference in the playoffs. But I'll say this. Somehow it's still not getting enough press. What's up with Stafford's elbow? Like, what kind of an issue is that going to be? So, mm. so that makes it, you know, San Francisco is live. He, they're live, but I can't say they're real to win the division because that would mean I'm picking them. I'm not. All right, let's head to the south. New Orleans Saints. Right now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are listed at minus 280. They are the favorite in the NFC South, while New Orleans is listed at plus 320 from Caesars. Max, New Orleans Saints, real or not real? Wow. Real or not real <laughs> to win the NFC South? Like, oh, these are all great questions because in each case, you want to say real because there's a real chance they can do it, but I'm going to take the Bucks. I know that the Bucks have their problems. Jameis Winston looked good. It paid off holding the clipboard for, for uh, Drew Brees with Sean Payton there. I don't think he'll turn the ball over as much as he used to, and he can still air it out. I think the Saints look really good. But I, I got to see Jameis do it for a whole season and lead a team to the playoffs before I take him over a Tom Brady team. See, for me, this is re- – oh, Lord, this is the big one. <laughs> Sanford and Son, this is the big one because yeah. y'all know how hard it Elizabeth. is for me to even say this about the New Orleans Saints because I'm from Atlanta, and that's where I am right now. But this is real for me. When you look at the New Orleans Saints and you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they have been their kryptonite the last two years, especially in the regular season. Now, Tampa Bay won in the playoff game, whatnot, whatever, whatever. But – in those four regular season games, Tom Brady has been sacked 13 times, y'all, by, by the New Orleans Saints defensive line in front seven. 13 times. Not only that, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost to the Saints last year with Trevor Simeon as the quarterback and as with Taysom Hill as the quarterback. Let's not forget our stuff, guys. Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year with Tom Brady. May I point something out that no one's talking about, and I get they have continuity on the staff. 
they also don't have their coach anymore. Sean Payton, who's considered one of the best coaches in the NFL, is no longer like I, I when you take him out. When I haven't seen Jameis do it at this level, you know, in a situation like this, I can't go against Brady and the Bucks, but I hear you. Uh, Shannon, we are playing real or not real <laughs> NFC division winners right now. Let's get to the next one. All right, last and certainly not least, Max, I'll start with you. The NFC North, the Green Bay Packers are listed by Caesars at, as the favorite at minus 170, while Minnesota's in second at plus 250. Any chance Minnesota has a shot here in the NFC North? Green Bay Packers, real or not real to win the division? What you got, Max? Real. Green Bay is going to win the division, obviously. Next. Yeah, Go I'm, going with, I'm going with real. Green Bay is the better team. They have the way better defense. Plus, they have a guy uh, with a jersey number, number 12, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, Kirk Cousins, yeah. is, Kirk Cousins is okay. And, by the way, Kirk Cousins is starting to turn a little corner under pressure, I noticed. Took him a while. He was an empty calorie stat guy for a long time. You needed, you know, he put up the numbers, but, you know, you needed eight yards for a first down. He got you six. Got his numbers, but team won winning. I noticed that his whole career. And he was bad in prime time, bad in the play, the whole thing. He's starting to get that under control. Like, you know, what happens as players mature. Just because they've choked in the past doesn't mean they're doomed to do it all the time. So I think the Vikings are a little more alive now than they used to be. But what Harry just said, the Packers got the best defense and the best quarterback yes. by a factor of 1,000 in the division. Yeah, that's huge. That's big. And by the way, their coach wins 13 games every year. Notice that? LaFleur's <laughs> career as a head coach, he averages precisely 13 wins a season. Doesn't matter if it's a 16-game season, 17-game season, 13 games every year. That was real or not real NFC division winners. We're going to do the AFC later in the show, Harry. Um, Oklahoma City Thunder rookie, Chet Holmgren. You know the guy who you looked at and you said, man, but he's slightly built, though, even though he has a high upside. Is his body going to stand up to the NBA rigor? Well, he's undergoing tests for a foot injury suffered at a Seattle Pro-Am game with less than ideal playing conditions. What if this happened to a superstar player like LeBron James? But first, by the way, happened against LeBron James on a fast break. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. My son sent a picture of an empty refrigerator. I know what it means, but pick up the phone and say, hey, man, can you send some money so I can get some groceries? Uh -huh. Not an empty refrigerator looking like a single college student. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg. And ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn J. Willimax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. Take us with you. Wherever you go, you got the, the AirPods in, the earbuds in. Have it on your phone. Take us with you wherever you go. You can listen live on the ESPN app or on your smart speaker. Say, play ESPN Radio. We're brought to you by Boost Mobile, a proud sponsor of the 2022 Department of Defense Warrior Games. With Boost Mobile, feel the power of more money in your pocket on one of America's largest 5G networks. So, Harry Douglason for Key and Jay today. You're on Keyshawn J. Willemax. Harry, Chet Holmgren, mm-hmm. the long, lanky, number two <laughs> overall pick, who is considered to be the guy with the highest upside, but can his body hold up? You know, they ask the same thing about KD, right? Well, he, he's undergoing a test uh, for a foot injury suffered at a pro-am. Not in an NBA court, a pro-am. Mm-hmm. He suffered the injury early in the crossover pro-am event while defending LeBron James on a fast break. So, look, LeBron <laughs> Gee, was involved in the play, and LeBron's a lot sturdier than Chet Holmgren, and he's a veteran and all that. But what if something were to happen to LeBron on that play, Right. Let's say it was yep. LeBron who wound up with the injury, Harry, in a pro-am without great conditions. It's humid. There's water on the floor. What, what would happen? Uh, can I just say this first, though, Max? Like, it's basketball, man. This can happen anywhere. You can literally be walking down the street and not really be paying attention and walk down on a curve or step in a hole or something can happen to you. You can be working out training with your with your coach uh, individual-wise uh, and roll your ankle and hurt yourself that way. Yep. You can literally be walking. When I tore my ACL, I studied different ways that you can tear your ACL, and it's common that people tear their ACL just walking normal. Like, things like this happen, and it's basketball. And I don't, I, I don't like the fact that people are putting this injury around, you know what, should, should these players really be playing in the Pro-Am League? Yes, they should be, man. We've seen people like DeMar DeRozan, Trey Young, uh, Jamal Murray. I mean, not Jamal Murray, but um, Crawford. The, yeah, Jamal Crawford, Bancaro, Javante Murray. You see all these guys playing in these pro-am leads and uh, to, to get better and get in shape or whatnot. You just can't just go do an individual basketball. That five-on-five basketball has to happen. It puts you in a different light. And it also gives fans who can't afford money to go to um, – a game and see LeBron or go see any of these top players play. You know play. what it is, Harry? You're absolutely right. To to do that. Harry, you're absolutely right. But you know what it is? It's an excuse for, for teams to get exactly. out of contracts in the event of an injury that's debilitating, right? Because, like, look, I, I would not be out of the question that teams who are self-interested financially, of course, 
as all businesses are, yep. start to use this and you, you put a clause in the contract limiting the number, let's say, of off-season exhibitions they can participate in or something. Did, did you ever have anything like that in a contract when you were active in the NFL? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I wonder. I mean, to me, look, look, you and I have a team. We own a team. We're partners, right? Mm-hmm. And this happens. Man, we have an excuse to put something in a contract. Listen, hey, Harry, look, man. This is a good enough excuse. Playing in the program, he got hurt. Why don't we just start doing contracts where, man, if you get hurt in, a, in, in a, an exhibition that's not you know, NBA league sanctioned, we, we, we can get out of the contract. Why wouldn't you want to put that in well, if you were a team? But, but here's the thing. It, whose contract are you putting it in? Because I know LeBron and Rich Paul are not going to stand for that. They're not going <laughs> to yeah, let you right, put that exactly. in the contract. Well, one <laughs> of the things about player empowerment is, <laughs> exactly. is you, you're, not rolling the, you're not rolling the players. But another thing on that play, though, can, can – Chet have a b- better awareness about who the hell he's trying to go shot. He's trying to go block. Yeah. It's LeBron James. That's a locomotive coming downhill to go make a play at the basket. Leave him alone. Just let him have it. It's not that serious. Yeah. So I don't although, even know why he's trying to defend LeBron in that in that in that in that sense. Well, I mean, practice. You know, it's not not practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect, right? Like do what you <laughs> do what you're gonna do in the league. And he's a competitive guy, Chet Holmgren. But man, you just look at him. Chet, if you want to make that play, give it a couple of years, stay in the weight room, try it again. <laughs> You're not built for that kind of contact right now. Not yet, man. Come on, Slim. I mean, you got to know better than that, man. Obviously, Come on. this young guy grew very quickly in his life. He got to let his bones, you know, and the muscles <laughs> catch up now. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron was bigger than Chet Holmgren in probably eighth grade than he's than his size right now. Yeah. We're talking about, like, width-wise. Y- Yates just got in my ears like, man, you were supposed to let that play go. Gotta You're really not supposed go, to defend man. that play. Because yeah. what the, know where you at. Right, the other thing, awareness, man. Even in an NBA game, all that is is an and one if you try that. <laughs> you know, like, no, he's in, in an NBA game, literally, LeBron, and he sees a rookie, right? He's probably trying to dunk on him and put him on a poster. Yeah, and go to literally. the line. And go yeah. to the line. Yeah, And one. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, but that, what is going to – look, you're right. You could get hurt anywhere. What about the fact, though – that in a pro-am, the playing conditions are not going to be the same. You know, there were wet spots on the floor. It was a humid, you know, situation, Harry. What about is, – is, let's put it this way. While I agree with your larger point, is mm-hmm. there any legitimate case here? Even if you don't think it wins the, the argument, but is there a case to be made? Nope. You want to know why? Max, mm-hmm. you know I'm a sports fanatic. Yep. Haven't we had issues when a hockey game has been played in an arena, and then next thing you know they lay the court down in the slippery spots on the basketball court because of the hockey uh, rink? Yep. Hey, We've by the way, situations like that. Hey, Harry, hold on. Yates, say, play, play the video again and listen. And Yates, get in here and just say what you see <laughs> over here. Watch this. running on the top of the screen. He's mopping the sidelines. <laughs> like, if you've seen that on a fast break, if I'm checked, you got it, Bronny. Get your slam on. He's mopping the <laughs> sideline as LeBron James is on a fast break. You're seven <laughs> feet tall. You weigh a buck 50. Man. <laughs> He hit him with, that, he hit him with go, that with that ludicrous move, Chet. Get out the way. And by the way, LeBron James made an old man play at the like you know he was like I'm not getting up for this. Let me just even LeBron's <laughs> kind of taking it easy there. Exactly. This he is, understands though awareness. He understands that there's no need for me to go up and try to power dunk this ball listen, and get hurt. Let me just throw something up. This instead. is something a point key made about when players get hurt in preseason, although we have seen injuries, to be fair, in preseason games. But he's like, in practice, you see more injuries because you have guys 
with different agendas going at different speeds. The dude on the bubble trying to make the team is going full speed. The veteran is not, right? Well, here, the reverse happened. The veteran is not going full steam. The, 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 the young kid wants to prove himself, <laughs> but the young kid wound up getting hurt because of it, not the vet. Yep. Got to be smarter, right. Chet. Got to be smarter, man. Devontae Adams said Aaron Rodgers has the Michael Jordan effect. What, what? effect is you know You realize the Michael Jordan effect is you win all the championships, you don't fall flat in the playoffs, right? Uh-oh. What other athletes would you put on that level? Keyshawn J. Will and Max, Harry Douglas in for Key and J, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.